0: And Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: Suns, Clippers, Tonights.
0: This one's had some of the. We're just another band out of Boston. (laughs) Trying to make ends meet. What? Nothing. Love this song. I know you do. I do. (laughs) One of the only things I like out of Boston. Me too.
1: It's just that. I'll let everybody in a little secret today, uh, which is never really much of a secret. You're working
0: All sleeping in our cars.
1: You're working from home today.
0: I'm working from home today,
1: and um, so your singing is atrocious enough as it is. Mm-hmm. But there's always a little bit of a delay when you're working from home. Yeah, so your voice is not synced up to the music. So no, so it's like doubly atrocious.
0: Taking for a week in Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah. No, it's. I I don't also know that I just <laughs> I just yeah I just hear the music and you yeah, know you're hearing it like like a beat off,
1: just because you're you, you know you're working from home, and so you know whatever internet connection you're using to, it's just, there's always just a little bit of a delay when you're working from home, yeah, and uh, for yeah. you to try to for you to try to sing along to music anyway is a bad idea. But then when you try to sing along from home, it's a really bad idea. Yeah,
0: just okay. a little, but you know what? You know, what, you no singing from home. You you no. You know what? No you do you do you Gambo. You do you. If that's if it makes you happy, anything to get Philadelphia freedom out of my head right now. I am trying so hard. To get Philadelphia Freedom out of my head. i stuck in your head for. I swear. Since the concert, like, I am,
1: Right? Since Elton John? Since the I concert? Am,
0: every day. Philadelphia Freedom. Yep. Shine day. on me. I can. I can. Confirm this. All day long. Every break, I just go around singing that song. Yep. Shine the light. That's what I do. Philadelphia Freedom. Every day. I can't get the song out of my head. It's been a month. A month. Try. And every day. Every day for a month, all I do is sing that song. Try.
1: Please
0: try. I'm trying. It. It's like, like you know. Anytime you play, you know, I got to get some other songs in my
1: head. You know what? Jump in the pool. <laughs> Maybe that's that'll my be... answer for every. Jump in the pool with no clothes
0: on. Maybe that will get it out of your my, head. My wife hey, I got. I got. I don't get. We'll, we'll get to this topic in a second. But my wife. Oh, I have this hurt. Go in the jacuzzi. I have a had it. Go in the jacuzzi. My elbow hurts. Go in the jacuzzi. Oh, I hurt my. Wife. Go in the. Jacuzzi. That's my answer. Just go in the jacuzzi. It'll fix everything. <laughs> I always tell her that she's like. You really think like the jacuzzi is the answer for everything? Let's well, just go in there. it will make you feel better. We'll do whatever it is. Just, yeah. The jacuzzi is just the answer with. to everything in
1: life. Everything that troubles Gambo. It can be. The answers can be found in the jacuzzi. Right. My stomach hurts. Go in the jacuzzi. Go in the jacuzzi. Go in the jacuzzi. You'll be fine. Get your wow. butt out of your jacuzzi Woo! and get to work. <laughs> 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 there was that one time. Yeah, There was. There was that one time. There yeah. was a. There was this I one time. I was working from home. Gambo was working from home, and
0: he you <laughs> I can't remember the exact. I think I thought it was a. I thought it was like a. I thought we had a taped interview. Yeah, or you thought that's or. what
1: it was. You thought we were playing back a recorded interview, and the whole segment you were in your jacuzzi in the backyard, <laughs> and I'm doing a segment of radio by yourself. By myself, I couldn't find you. Where did Gambo go? He, he was in the jacuzzi for ten minutes while we. He thought we were playing back an interview, and no, it was just me doing a radio show. I really yeah. was yeah, little that, that was, I know. It was fun. Yeah. Suns Clippers tonight. That's what guys. It has Gambo. Uh, Gambo jumping in his <laughs> Jambo. pool. Jambo. That's what's got Gambo jumping in his just, pool tonight. You know what? Just go to a break. Yeah, Let's no, start over. We can. we got five minutes left. We're, 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 there's no food. Hey, there's right. the boot. There's the boot. We're talking about the boot. There's no break. We're talking. 8.30 tip time tonight. That's what's got Gambo jumping in the pool tonight to stay awake because it's going to be a late one with the Suns. But it's going to be a big one for the Suns, even though the Clippers are playing, not playing a bunch of guys. The Suns are not playing a bunch of guys. They are getting Devin Booker back, and they've lost five straight games. So tonight is a night where, for nothing else, get the taste out of your mouth from this last week, week and a half, and see if you can turn your mojo around a Yeah, the bit.
0: Clippers. the Clippers have had some very convincing wins lately, including just annihilating the Boston Celtics after the Celtics had annihilated the Suns. They've won three games in a row. The Suns are finishing up a four-game road trip. Um, Kawhi is a different player now. And you can talk all you want about this guy. The, the difference is Kawhi Leonard's a different player now than he was when we saw him in the beginning of the season. When the Suns, the, Clippers, the Suns have played the Clippers once, and they beat him pretty handily. And Kawhi was not Kawhi. I mean, he played like 20 minutes, but he wasn't very effective. If you remember the game, he wasn't very good. This Kawhi is different. I mean, what he did in the Celtics game, he got up for that game. and then Paul George is not playing tonight, but George was really good in the last game against Minnesota with a triple-double. That's their one-two punch, and we know that if those guys are right, it doesn't matter Reggie Jackson or like the, those those two guys are very capable of carrying them to a championship, which is why you know for the last two years me and you have kind of always like you know in that corner of our eyes like okay don't rule out the Clippers if yeah. they somehow find a way to get right they've got a good team
1: they got off to a real slow start as you pointed out they're, they're starting to come around a little bit Kawhi you mentioned the Boston game on Monday uh, they beat Boston by what twenty points that night Kawhi Leonard was really really good that night he had twenty five points he had nine. Rebounds. He had six assists. He played in 29 minutes. I think he was only 10 of 12 from the floor, so he was obviously doing his thing. Paul George had a really good game. That was a couple of nights ago. Then they won again last night against Minnesota. Kawhi played. Paul George had a triple double. And I think I would imagine the Clips and Ty Lue are kind of looking at this. Is there's a lot of season left. There's a long way to go. There's absolutely no reason to rush it. Let's give Kawhi the night off tonight. Let's give Paul George the night off tonight. Hell, let's give half the team the that I'd off tonight because we don't really care about games in December right now. Now if the Suns, you know, if the Suns want to take that as a slight, let the Suns take that as a slight. Right? The Suns like
0: it- didn't play Devin Booker against New Orleans. That second game, right? He didn't play that. It was like he probably, you know, maybe he could have. And I do think that these teams look for, I, I think more, more than anything, that they'd rather rest these guys against good teams than, than even bad teams, which doesn't make a lot of sense, right? You usually think, okay, I want, I want to have my best players play in this game. Um, but no, that's not really the case. I mean, it's, it, it does depend on back-to-backs, but I do think some of these teams look like, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to play everybody against the Suns.
1: There might be a part of that too I got to imagine that if the Suns Were not on a five game losing streak Let's say they were on a five game win streak I would wonder if Devin Booker would play tonight you know, like there does seem to be not that they're desperate for a win tonight. I know what I just said makes it sound like they're desperate for a win, but they do need to start changing their fortune around a little bit. They need something to feel good about. And I, I wonder if the situation weren't as dire as it is with this five game losing streak, would Devin Booker play tonight? If, if, if the, if they were two and three in the last five games, if they were four and one in the last five games, would they give him the night? I don't know. I don't know because I, I, I do feel like the organization, this kind of needs to get a win to change the narrative a little bit because the narrative has just been awful for the last week and a half with this organization.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. And, and if the, the, we looked at that schedule a while ago and we, we, we pointed it out. Like, it's going to be tough. Like, you've got to play the Mavs, the Celtics, the Pelicans twice, the Clippers. This is a tough oh, match. You've got another game against the Pelicans this weekend. You've got two games
1: against the Grizzlies in the next week and a half. You're going to start to see the Cavaliers a couple of times. In early January, oh, they're good. They're they're really good. Yeah, the schedule schedule is demanding and it's challenging. And and going into it shorthanded is not ideal for the Suns. So they get Devin Booker back tonight. No DeAndre Ayton, he won't play. No campaign, he won't play. Obviously Cam Johnson's still out. Of course Jay Crowder's still out. We're going to have more on that coming up in just a little bit because today's the first day that a bunch of guys now in the league can be traded. Because it's December 15th. So the Suns are still shorthanded. But, I look, all eyes, all eyes on Chris Paul because they need to be on Chris Paul. All eyes on Devin Booker to see if the injury was part of the reason why he was playing so poorly last week. He did not have a good week of basketball. And I want to see tonight if he looks fresher, if he looks bouncier, for lack of a better way of putting it, and if that injury contributed to how poorly he played last week because he did not play well.
0: There was the, I think, there was the 51-point game against Chicago. And I think right before, there was the three games where he had 40 points or more. Yeah. One was Sacramento, one Chicago, one Houston. Somewhere in the midst of that, I made that $100 bet that Booker was going to win the MVP. And the, the odds just kind of like went crazy after you know those games. I think I got in probably, maybe it was after the...
1: I think you, I think you got in after the... The Sacramento maybe right after no, the Sacramento No 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 it was it was after the Sacramento game it was right before he dropped the 51 right yeah, they dropped
0: was, the 51 no. and then the odds went crazy like they changed so he'd had those three games in a row 44 340 point games and 150 point game the 50 point game was Chicago but then you know those last these last You know, the games before he sat out, he just didn't play he played okay against San Antonio, didn't have to play a lot of minutes, so he was fine there. But it was the Dallas game he played terrible against Dallas. Terrible. Did not play well against the Celtics in that game, was one for six from three point range. And then he didn't play well in that first game against New Orleans. And that's where we're like, okay, is Book right? What's going on? Because he was really struggling. I mean he so overall in those three games, we're gonna look at it right now. He he made fifteen baskets in those three. Three games, and he took seventeen 20, 30 47 shots. 47 shots for 15 baskets Yeah, for Devin Booker. He was off. Book was off. He wasn't playing very well. Yeah, big time. No doubt. Join Bud Light
1: this Sunday. It's a Red Sea Road Rally as the Cardinals take on the Denver Broncos. Enjoy great prizes, ticket giveaways, food specials, all game long at Phillies Sports Bar and Grill off Warner Road in the I-10. Head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for more information. Again, that is Phillies Sports Bar and Grill, Warner and the I-10 this Sunday for a Red Sea Road rally from bud light there are potentially very big franchise altering decisions looming for the arizona cardinals this offseason. how should michael bidwell proceed that's coming up burns and gambo
0: burns and gambo afternoons on arizona sports the local sports leader
1: couple of times today, we've passed along the comments of Ian Rappaport, NFL Insider from the NFL Network and NFL.com, regarding Steve Kime. And I'll play the second of those right here for you, real quick, because it kind of sets up our conversation. Ian Rappaport, talking about Kime's indefinite medical leave of absence from the organization, says Steve Kime's return is very much up in the air for this organization. For
0: Kime, obviously, as, as part of this, received an extension before the season. Remains to be seen when he will be back with the team future certainly in doubt there we will see up in the air i would say we'll see when and if he ends up coming back
1: and every time we've played that cut gambo and i have both made it very clear number one our our thoughts and our prayers are with steve as he he gets healthy and 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 whatever it is that he's dealing with that he takes care of it because you know we we he, human being first general manager second that sort of thing 100 percent. and then number two the other thing that we've made clear is that is that and we're sensitive to what ever Steve is dealing with, but there are still decisions to be made by the organization four weeks from now, right? There's a direction that needs to be charted no matter by what the organization. Happens. Yeah, no, matter, no matter what happens, no you ma- got to make this decision. Right. No matter what happens with Steve and yeah. um, what's going on with Steve, a decision has to be made. And so, you know, understand that both of these things can be true, that we're thinking of Steve, that we want the best for Steve, but at the same time, these things need to happen. There was a column today by Ken Summers over at AZ Central in which he made the case for why both Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime have to go and there needs to be a complete refresh and you know he talks about, the, he writes about the injuries he writes about all the games that they've missed because of the injuries but then he said that the, the numbers that matter the most to him is that since December 5th of last year when the Cardinals were 10-2, and two, they're 5-14 and 14 since, half of those losses are by at least 10 points, that in the last two years they're 4-12 and 12 at home only the Texans are worse at home in that time span. they've lost 11 of their last 12. And, and the key line to me the key line to me in the in the column is he writes, those are the numbers I keep coming back to when the merits of keeping time and Kingsbury are debated. They are signs of decay, not just the residue of bad luck. Fans know it, and they won't be buying it if Bidwell tries to sell this as just one of those seasons that every franchise endures now and then, close quote. And I I think that's the whole conversation about what's going to happen this offseason centers around that. Will they use the injuries and say, hey, guys, look, it was just one of those years. Everybody was hurt. What are you going to do? Or will they recognize that we will recognize there was more than that going on with this organization? That's the whole thing in a nutshell. Shell to me, Gambo.
0: Yeah. Listen, the Bidwell family is worth a lot of money. Um, and they've, you know, and uh, you just go back to Steve Wilkes being fired or Rod Graves being fired. It's not like they haven't fired coaches and paid them, you know, with, uh, you know, millions of dollars to go away. This but this is. I'm I'm thinking this is roughly fifty million dollars if they wanted to get rid of the GM and the coach that Michael would have to eat fifty million. Now, as we always say, I always say it's Michael money. It's not cap money. It's Michael money. You just got to be able to decide to eat that. That's first and foremost. Does he have the stomach to pay two guys, you know, a total of about fifty million over four years for them not to be the GM and the coach of this team? Then go out there and pay two more guys money because it's a lot of money. So. I think Michael would lo- love to have a reason to keep everybody, uh, but right now there's more of, there's more reasons not to keep everybody. There's more reasons to change than there are to keep. And, and I don't know that with four weeks left of the season, he's going to get any good reasons to keep everything the way it is. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they'll probably keep fighting and playing hard, and you know, maybe that's a reason. I'm not sure, but ultimately, this will be Michael's decision. Um, and there are a lot of bad signs as to this year has been a terrible, terrible year. One of the worst we've ever endured off the field. Process. Problems, yes. On the field problems. I mean, you know, everything. I mean, two coaches that had to be let go. You had a player that died tragically. Uh, the contract clause with Kyler and the homework. And this is a lot of things that really went wrong. And Michael's, and I think at some point you got to point the finger at somebody and say, well, you know, how did this happen? Why, do we not, why can we not win a home game? Why, why? Why? How do we go from being a playoff team to having a top-five pick in the draft, and ultimately somebody's got to bear the responsibility for that, and that usually falls on the GM and the coach? It's
1: going to take money, and it's going to take a measure of humility uh, to do it, and that's something else Kent points out in the column as well, that it, it's going to take, you know, I, I would agree the money is the most important thing because it's probably going to take a lot of money. But a, lot of it's money all- a whole lot of money and patience and time.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> (laughs) A whole lot of spending money. It's going to take patience and time to do it right. George, you just went George Harrison on me.
1: Yes. I got my mind set on you. Come on, that was great. I got that was really good. That was, no, that, that was, was, really was that was really good because for, oh, for a second I'm thinking, wait, hold on. I know that song. I know that song. Money. That's George Harrison's. I got
0: my mind set on right. you. Yeah, that's good. Maybe maybe we should play that every time Sean Payton's name comes up. <laughs> I got my mind set on
1: you. It's a really good song. Dude, quit singing. Yeah, stop singing though. See, when you start singing, you ruin the whole but thing. I'm happy. That means no, I'm that's happy. That's good. I know that's good. You just can't sing. Right? You know, you, you, you make you, you happy. Like when you sing, aren't you happy? You, I, I, yeah, but I don't sing out loud for other people to hear. I just I oh, sing to
0: myself. I, I do because I don't really care. It's
1: gonna take humility. It, it's because because Michael's to do it. It's, it's you're basically saying man I made a huge mistake I gave Cliff a contract extension I shouldn't have I gave Steve a contract extension I shouldn't have mm-hmm. um, you know and that, and that requires a great dose of humility and that will be required of him to do that if indeed yeah. that's the road he goes down and that's not easy for a lot of people to do I don't know if it's going to be easy for Michael to do I have no idea but that's not easy for everybody to admit that that big of a
0: mistake was made when you're talking about something like this. no but the most important thing when you make a mistake is to move on from it quickly and you know yes. it, because what, what what what's the worst thing that can happen if, if these are not the right people to run your organization and you're like oh i really don't want to I, I i'm better off doing this after a year or two years because of the money well then you just end up in the same back spot next year you know you just it's, it's better to move on you know quickly and admit your mistake now, if Michael decides that these are mistakes, and Kent's covers this team for a long time, and so have we, and you know it's this has been a brutal season, and changes are are, are you could absolutely make the argument that they need to make changes yeah and but that all starts with michael we don 't know what, what michael 's going to do, not a clue, but we do know, but we do know the date like i mean. Cliff's not going to get fired before the end of the season. They're not going to do that. So we know when the last game of the season is. January 12th, I January, believe. January. Is it the. January, January 12th is a Thursday. So the last Sunday is January. Sorry, you're 8th? right. Yeah, January 8th. I'm sorry, January it's 9th. January 8th? January 9th. That's okay. So that next day, like that next day, like nobody take off that day. January 9th. Well, that's the day. Is you know, you, you, you would you would let the coach go? Or maybe you find out that after the game is over. I mean, some people can find out after the game is over. They're going to make a change. Michael knows now. I agree with you. Michael knows, knows. right now today. He knows what he's going to do. Yep, he knows what he's going to do.
1: I, and I don't know that for a fact. I just there's uh, there's nothing. How could you not? There's there's no more data that needs to be accrued here. You you've seen everything you need to see. You're, you're either you you've either. Decided that it's all because of the injuries and you just had the worst luck in the world this year or that you really need to start over. And I, I, there's nothing about these next four games, these last four games, that can change any of that as far as I'm concerned. So I, I don't know for a fact that he knows for sure. I just can't imagine how anybody couldn't know what they're going to do right now about He's this. I don't. I take just... a, whole, a whole lot of spending money, that's all. <laughs> If he wants to do it right. You're basically begging for the song now, aren't you? You're begging <laughs> for Mitch to play I Got My Mind Set on You by George Harrison. i you just begging <sighs> for take it.
0: take patience and time, Bernsie, mm-hmm. if you want to do it right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. when me come back. Sorry. Oh on that's, no that's that's fine that's fine mm-hmm. if you want to catch more scintillating content like this you can subscribe to the Burns and Gambo show podcast Subscribe right now on your iPhone and your Android you'll never miss any of the shows the Burns and Gambo show brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley get a higher price selling your home get guaranteed offers go to higherprice.com that's higherprice.com are the Phoenix Suns any closer to trading Jay Crowder that's next Burns and Gambo and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports. On the local you. sports okay. leader. My on you. Oh, here we I go. Got my it on you. Got
0: Mother's got to take money. A whole lot of spending money. A whole lot of spending you going to take plenty of money. Now he's overcorrecting. Yeah, now he's, oh, darn it. Yeah, darn it. He's,
1: he's yeah we, we We told Gambo he's not allowed to sing for two reasons. Number one, because he can't sing. And number two, because he's at home. And so he's the timing's off. He's on a little bit of a delay. Not much, but all just right, a little bit. Right. So he's
0: trying to overcompensate. This really is, you know. To, With the best Beatle, I mean, there's no question. He was the best Beatle.
1: There is plenty of question about whether George Harrison is the best Beatle. Let's not make it, let's oh, not make it sound beetle. like it's not debatable. He's going up against John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Yeah.
0: yeah and then you know what they come in second and third. I mm-hmm. mean, my mm-hmm. sweet lord, yes, give is me love. The what is Ringo light? disrespect on this oh, show. Oh, well, my guitar gently weeps. If there's
1: anything that is clear when it comes to the Beatles, it's that Ringo is number four.
0: And I like Ringo, right, that, but that's if there's right. one thing that's clear, it's that Ringo's number four.
1: Okay, forget to insinuate that, that. That's right. It's George Harrison number one, and it's not debatable. That's a lie. It's d- very debatable. Right. It's not debatable. Here Ringo comes the is number son. Four. Oh, he's fun. great. They're they all great. They're all great. They're all, They're all really great. good, but he was um, the mess. I'm glad. You know, usually I'm not happy all the time when we play some of your music, but this isn't your
0: music. I love this song. This is a really good jam.
1: This yeah, a, you know what, what, what? I, really, what like, I said. Some, sometimes when you, you said I'm it's like, going
0: to take money, and I said, well, it's going to take a whole lot of like a whole lot of money, spending, lot, money, spending like, money. Oh, he's on to something. Going to take patience and money. Yeah, he's on. He's on to something here. Um, this
1: is a really. I don't like all of your songs when you call for them. This one, I don't mind at all. It's a good tune. It's a really good tune. It might take patience and time when it comes to the Suns trading Jake Crowder. Now, today is this magic day that we've been telling you about for a long time, December 15th. Here we go. It's here. It's the day where a whole bunch of guys who signed a bunch of contracts this offseason are now eligible to be traded. So here come the deals, right? We've been just waiting for this day. And now the light turns green and all of these deals can happen. The number of deals that have happened today in the NBA...
0: Zero. Zero. <laughs> zero. Zero But like you said something zero. that was interesting. The last, well, there's only been three trades on this day, and the last was a 12, 13 years? Yeah, like yeah. Out? It's just, it's there, there, there hasn't
1: been a trade on December 15th in 12 years. There's 84% of the deals that get done, get done on the trade deadline in February, or a week going into the trade deadline in February. So, mm-hmm. I, and I... I Look, I, I, honestly, I blame myself a little bit. I thought December 15th might kind of loosen things up a little bit and get things moving, especially when it comes to Jay. Had I known those numbers, had I known that December 15th really doesn't cause a lot of things to happen, then I probably wouldn't have been as excited about this day. But it doesn't change the fact that there are now 74 players who signed contracts this summer who are trade-eligible starting today. But that hasn't changed
0: anything. Nobody's been moved so far in the uh, NBA. And certainly this- not Jay Crowder. I think this is a real unique situation. Um, The reason why we thought there was a highly uh, likelihood that it could be today is because, you know, he it's been three months. I mean, two plus months. When, did, when was the first day of, of, of media? When was media day for the Phoenix Suns? That was the day we found out. September 26th Oh, my goodness. Is that what it was? Somewhere around there. September yeah. 26th. You're right. So it's two and a half months. So the reason why there was a lot of emphasis put on this day is because all of October went and there was no trade. All of November went and there was no trade. Half of December went and there was no trade. So the only the only rational explanation that you could rack your brain and come up with was they're waiting for somebody that's not eligible right now. Why why would you go from September 26th to December 15th and not make a trade for a player unless the, the the player that you can get is not eligible. That's that that was a really it, it was a logical thought by a lot of people. It was yeah. a real logical thought by a lot of people. The Suns have just simply not gotten an offer that's good enough to, to for them to make the trade. That's it. That, there's no if ends or buts about it. And that was my
1: thinking too. Was was that they, they clearly don't like the offer they have yet, and they're waiting for December fifteenth because they know on December fifteenth there's a player out there that they're going to want that they're going to be able to get. And, and it hasn't happened. It's just, it's such an unusual set of circumstances because obviously you know ninety nine times out of a hundred, nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand, you're talking about players who are playing right now, who are active, who are in the league, who are you know playing every other night for their teams, for the Phoenix Suns to just sit on Jay Crowder and to not trade him and to not play him because he doesn't want to play and they don't want him to play. It's an unusual situation because the Suns are essentially depriving themselves or being deprived of. A player who can help them right now, either by having Jay Crowder play or by having a player come in for Jay Crowder. And that. That doesn't help, right? I mean, we can spin this however we want. There's, there's, Jay Crowder would be their one of their top six or seven players. They don't yeah. have that guy. No. And, and while they're sitting on that guy waiting for a deal, they, they, they don't have a player who's replaced him in that. And so they're depriving themselves of a player who should be able to help them. It's just very unusual to see
0: this take this long. Yeah, and, and we've talked about a lot of different players. I've had to shoot down a lot of the Rumors and stuff that gets out. I even told you earlier. I mean, I have you know prominent national guys that will call me, um, you know, and they'll be like, because they know I'm kind of dialed into this stuff quite a bit. So they'll be like, hey, I'm thinking about going with this story because I heard this. And <laughs> what do you what are you hearing before I go with it? So I've had that happen to me a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. Just people, you know, prominent guys just checking on something that they heard and uh, just you know checking with me before they run their story whether it's there's any truth to it or not. And the reality is that this, you know, the majority of the stuff that you have heard, I mean, there's teams that that really want to get off of players. And one of them is, is Collins in Atlanta. Atlanta really, really wants to get off that contract. They want to get off that contract desperately. And you'll hear very soon that Miami wants to get off Kyle Lowry. That's not out yet, but they do. So... Teams that are in that position, man, they'll do anything. They'll say anything to make people believe that teams want their guys. Yeah, the rumor that was making the rounds last night and this
1: morning was uh, from Jake Fisher over at Yahoo that the Atlanta Hawks has, in his words, continued its pursuit of Jay Crowder, a three-team concept with Utah and Phoenix circled around league executives this week. Uh, The Jazz may be a landing spot for John Collins. Utah has signaled a willingness to discuss Jared Vanderbilt of known interest to the Suns, and we've known him to be interested by the Suns. Landry Shamit has often been included in a deal, uh, but he writes, the structure appears to be an expired idea that never gains significant traction. That's one rumor that's been out there. I know you've shot that one down, said that's not going to happen, and you're right. I mean, there's everybody's a little bit desperate right now. I'm sure the
0: Hawks are desperate to get off John Collins. I'm sure the... Miami and Lowry. No, it's, it's not out there yet, but I'm I was told last night uh, by a team, Miami's desperately trying to get off of Kyle Lowry. He's 28 million this year, and he's 29.5 million next year. They want off of that contract.
1: Who else is desperate? Jake Crowder's desperate. Jake Crowder's he wants out. He's, he's been sitting around for two months not playing basketball. Alright? And if he sits around any longer not playing basketball, he might be costing himself money on his next contract because he's not there performing. He's not out there playing. He might not be making as much money next year depending on what happens this year. So i, I got to imagine, I'm not saying it's Jay Crowder or even Jay Crowder's agent, but if we're making a list of people and things that are desperate right now, put Jay Crowder in that category. He's just sitting around doing nothing right now yeah, that's he should his be own playing doing. basketball. I don't feel bad for him. That's oh, no, his no, own no. doing. He's, no, I'm not saying I feel pity for him. No, it's not that. It, it's just that that you think about people who really want to get things
0: moving. Jay Crowder wants to get things moving. I don't feel yeah. bad for him at all. No, and I listen. Eventually, he'll get traded. I mean, I don't. It may be tomorrow, or the next day. I mean, it's, something's going. He's going to get traded. But the truth is that, and from everything I've been told, just to this point, the Suns have not got an offer that's good enough. Uh, a lot of these teams. Are not offering the Suns anybody good? So think about this. You're a, good, you're a good team. You're a good team. You're not going to want to give up anything of value for Jay Crowder are like, I'll take Jay Crowder, but what do you You know, I'm not going to give you anything because I'm trying to win. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you a top seven rotation piece that I have for Jay Crowder. And if you're a bad team, and it's not a lot because the play-in tournament, there's a lot of teams that are in If you're a bad team, what incentive do you have to go take a guy with an – unless you want to give me a first-round pick? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Jay Crowder I, off your hands. You give me a first-round pick. I'll give you this guy. But I get a first-round pick back, and the Suns don't want to do that.
1: I guess the difference for me is with Jay – like, I look at Jay like a house that you have to sell. Like, a lot of times, you 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 put your house on the market, you don't get the price you want, you take it off the market. You go, okay, never mind, we're not selling the house. It's I think it's worth this, and I'm not selling it for less than that. The Suns have to sell this house, right? The Suns, this is not a house they can pull back off of the market. They have to sell this house. Eventually, it doesn't matter if they don't like the offers they're getting for Jay Crowder. They're going to have to take one. They're going to have to. It's, it's, haven't it's, yet. I know, but they, they're, they're going to sit all year on an asset? No. And not, of course they're not. They're going to have to sell the house at some point. And so whether they like the offers or not, I, I want them to get the best deal they can too. But at some point, that's not going to matter that much anymore. They're going to have to make a deal. They're going to have to. They can't just let them sit. All season long, would you make a bad deal? You're gonna. You agree. You have to make a deal. Would you? Would well, you be willing say, to no, let listen, Crowder it, sit all year long and not play at
0: all and not get anything in exchange for him at all? Would okay, you be willing to do that? There's one scenario in which I'd, ra- I'd rather do that. If the only way that I get off of his contract is by taking on a contract of length. By like I'll give you I'll give you Jay Crowder's expiring contract, but you are giving me back a guy that's making the same amount of money. He's on the contract for three years, but I really don't want that guy because I don't want to add more salary going forward. I, look, even like if you know the the one guy that I, I, I do think they like a little bit, but I don't I don't know that it could happen is Kyle Kuzma. Even if you're saying okay, I'll trade Jay's expiring for Kyle Kuzma's expiring. Okay, great. Now, if a team wants Kyle Kuzma next year, the Suns aren't going to pay him that money. So they'd rent him. They'd basically rent him, which Jay's a rental, too. uh, And then you do sign a trade. You want Kyle Kuzma because the problem is the guys at Kuzma that are making 20-plus million. Like Jay Crowder next year might be a veteran's minimum guy. I'm not a veteran's minimum. I'm a mid-level exception guy. Right? He might truly. And, and those guys are easy to sign. They're easy to sign. It's the guys that want to make 20. Kyle Kuzma wants to make 20-plus million dollars a year. No, nope, but There's not a lot of teams that can sign him to that. Yeah, okay. Nobody's got that space. It, That's where a sign-and-trade would come in. You could be like, okay, we'll take Kyle Kuzma for the rest of the year. Help help us win. He'll play hard because he's trying to get a new contract. And then some team will trade us this, this, and this for Kyle Kuzma and a sign and
1: trade. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, where does Kyler Murray rank among his peers right now? Sort of a tough question to ask given what's happened, but someone took a stab at it. We'll tell you next on the Burns and Gambo show. Arizona sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, what's on tonight? All right, two big games to watch tonight, and I'm looking forward to watching both of them, even though the Suns game is a bunch of people who are not playing in the game. Suns Clippers, 8 tonight. You'll hear it here on Arizona Sports, the Arizona Sports app. 987. 7 um, No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, no Reggie Jackson. He won't play. No DeAndre Ayton, No campaign. But Devin Booker is back. He will be playing in tonight's game. And of course, the Suns are currently riding a five-game losing streak that has seen them go from first place in the West to fifth place in the West with still 50 games to go. The other game to watch tonight, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. The 49ers and the Seahawks in Thursday Night Football. Um, Not a huge fan of Thursday Night Football, but this is a game that is hugely significant, and not just because they're a couple of division rivals of the Cardinals. This is a big game in the NFC between these two teams tonight. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and with the 49ers having a chance with a win, they would clinch the NFC West over Seattle. So they win, they clinch. So that's a really big game for them. Seattle's... Kind of slid a little bit here. They're fighting for their playoff lives, and uh, you know they 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 need this one bad. They 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 desperately need it. They've gotten some help a little bit with some teams that have started to falter a little bit, especially like the Giants. Yep. Uh, but overall, yes, yeah, Seattle needs this game.
1: Yeah. Right now, Seattle is on the outside looking in of the playoff race. They're behind the Giants, New York seven five and one. Seattle is seven and six. So a loss tonight, and Seattle's basically a game and a half behind the Giants for the last spot. I'm. telling I'm telling you, look out for the Detroit Lions. I know. Six and seven. They're coming. The Giants aren't playing Jared well. Jared Goff's playing out of his uh, mind. He's playing out of his mind. Giants aren't playing well. The Seahawks aren't playing well right but now. But Seattle, you know what's crazy? Like,
0: Seattle's not playing well. They've lost three out of the past four. But, man, they own San Francisco. Like, they own the 49ers. Do Do they, they always beat the 49ers. Do they?
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you, I, I don't. They own them. Own. Well, like, see if they own them tonight. Brock yeah, Pur- they just yeah. Brock Purdy just- playing tonight, by the way, playing quarterback. He's in, huh? He's in with he's that strain,
0: oblique, rib injury
1: that he's got. Yep, He's going to play. Seattle's offense is they've struggled, really struggled to run the ball as of late, and Geno Smith has kind of had to carry the load. You mentioned this earlier, man. He's been a turnover machine the last few games. Geno Smith has. There's a little bit of a little bit of number. shine coming off of that. You got the number for me?
0: I just looked it up. 14 of the past 17 times they beat him. 14 of the past God, They have owned them. Seattle and has won 14 of the past 17 meetings with the 49ers. That is ownership. I thought you were looking up Geno Smith's
1: interception numbers. That's what I thought you were looking up. <laughs> well, no, it's because you, Yeah, um, but um, so we'll see. It's a, a really intriguing game tonight. A good way to start off Week 15 in the National Football League to see what happens there, see if Brock Purdy can continue his good play, see how the injury hampers him, and see if Seattle can get back in the win column. And then, of course, we're going to be back tomorrow. It's straight up 2 o'clock here on the Burns and Gambo Show. And uh, we'll see if anything will obviously be talking about the Suns Clippers this Thursday night game, uh, the latest from the Cardinals and what happens there as we go into the weekend. And then the, from the Broncos standpoint, as that's the game the Cardinals are getting ready for, Russell Wilson was upgraded on the injury report today to limited. He's coming off that concussion. Still no word on whether he's going to be available. I think this time yesterday, Gambo, we would have thought Brett Ripon versus Colt McCoy. We know for sure, obviously, it's going to be cold. But now at least today's injury report makes you wonder if it's going to be Russell Wilson who's going to play on Sunday. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I think Russell Wilson was in the same spot with the Broncos that Kyler Murray was in with the Cardinals. Like, hey, try to end the season on a good note. Try to show something positive for next year. That type of thing. I mean, with his, his coach, his job is on the line. But he's not going anywhere. Just like Kyler Murray's not going anywhere. But his coach's job is on the line. So I do think that for Russell Wilson, these, these last few games, there was some important. For him to play well.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And we'll see how he does if he even plays. That's going to do it for us. The Big Red Rage is coming up next. Cam Thomas is the special guest. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 2 o'clock, here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Have a great
0: night, everyone. You're still here? It's over. Go home.
1: Go.